Tom got sick. He was in the I ER. Got, I was in the fucking Tom, hospital. Tom's Jeez. butthole fell out. The butthole was not as bad as the barfing. I could take the butthole. <laughs> I've heard you can take the butthole. Uh-huh. Um, anyway. <laughs> Thank God I'm recording that. Oh, God, that's going to be the intro. And in five, four, three. <laughs> I'm doing the Wayne's World thing. <laughs> the point. Welcome to the 8-Bit Dad Podcast. I'm Zach Rosenberg, and I'm here with Brian Ferguson and Tom Burns. 8-Bit Dad celebrates parenting from the 8-Bit generation, and if you do too, first of all, thank you. Second of all, please visit 8bitdad.com and join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 8bitdad, and on Twitter at twitter.com slash 8bitdads. How you guys doing tonight? I'm trying to enjoy a nice glass of wine, <laughs> because this, this week has been rough. It has been a rough week. Um, Tom was actually legally pronounced dead a couple times. We actually joked about um, last show, which was like weeks ago, about <laughs> him being dead. And then the next week, the very next week, his butthole fell out. My butt. Yeah, you, guys got, my em- you guys got my emergency room selfie. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was fun. That was, yeah. It was an exclusive. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, that was really good. Um, that was my first uh, case with food poisoning where I actually had to be hospitalized. <laughs> so that was, that was, that was a, let me just say, best date night ever. Oh I, really, I, I really uh, romanced up the wife. So what, what uh, restaurant or food <laughs> product can we blast right now? What uh, <laughs> restaurant. I, I won't name the restaurant. Oh, come uh, on. It was Arby's, <laughs> wasn't it? It was Arby's. It was Arby's. <laughs> well, I have I don't to review my help. Yeah, I don't think there's anything in Arby's that would actually, like, because I don't, there, there's no caloric content in an Arby's. I, don't I think, think there's actually all, food in Arby's. <clears throat> no, it, I think it's just like ether and monkey cum. Right. It's, yeah, it's, there's, there's nothing real, there's no real substance to it. But uh, no, I unfortunately, ma- I, I ordered the tenderloin medallions. Which and, should be a uh, safe bet. Right, it's steak and potatoes. It's fucking yeah. steak and potatoes. But uh, yeah, it did not go well for me. Did yeah. not. And the best part was uh, we were out. Uh, I, was on, I was on a date night with the wife. And we were, uh, went to go see a play at a theater that's like an hour from our house. Oh, that's like a real date night. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, so we got sick. So it exploded after the restaurant and it was like, well, now we have to drive a fucking hour. Home. Oh, my God. So basically just let myself explode as much as I could, then got in the car and then held it together like a drug addict trying to make his way through customs uh, as I, uh, best I could. I back around your bottom half and. Yeah, it was really. Yeah, it was. It was really it was the first date night in a very long time. And I was just like, I like. You are a lucky lady. Like They're, this is, um, yeah. On on a on kind of a similar topic, um, not really, but um, <laughs> on date nights, I was talking to um, Trevor Mulligan, who is uh, one stay-at-home dad or one S A H D, the good mm-hmm. spell, um, who I roomed with at at Dad 2.0, and um, I love Trevor, but man, is he intense. <laughs> <laughs> he is an intense, fast-talking individual. Um, so he was telling me that he like, okay, so last day that we were there, um, so Saturday night, Sunday day, I guess his wife had come up to San Francisco and like, she got a room at that hotel. And so he was staying in a different room on Saturday night. 
And I was like, oh, that, that's pretty cool. And he goes, we haven't, we've never had like a night away from the kids. Oh. And I was like, dude, your kids are like, like three and two or something like that, or three and one. Or- you know what? I've never had a night away from my kids. Oh, wait. Well, with the wife. I mean, we, ha- we have collectively not had a, a night away from the kids. I've been like to Comic-Con and like stayed a couple nights, but that's about it. Yeah. I think the first time my wife and I, like we both went for like a weekend without my daughter, she was maybe three and a half. It was probably like, yeah, three and a half or so before we were kind of comfortable doing it. Mm-hmm. I was telling, I was telling that to, to Jay, uh, Jay Sokol, uh, due to the house. And he was like, yeah, we haven't either. <laughs> I was like, what, who are these people? Like, I mean, but, but then I realized like, I like, okay, so I live in California and Californians tend to have their families around them because I don't know the gold rush or something. Um, so I have like, I have three sets of parents around me cause my parents are divorced and then remarried, uh, to other people. So I've got two, two sets of parents on my side. I've got my wife's parents. We like, we can just drop our kid off at any time and like, just leave. We could leave for like a month and just be like, Hey, just trade the kid back and forth between the three of you, you know, as you see fit. Like we, I mean, we've just had, I mean, I mean, maybe I'm just bragging at this point, but like, I mean, we've just had any, any time that we've ever needed to have away. We've, we've just had away. Well, see, you guys have the glory of the one kid. Yeah, that's true. I got two kids and that is uh, a juggling act. Yeah. For anyone involved. I mean, parents yeah. or people watching them. I mean, it's, just, it's a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things we considered with with like when we were like, oh, well, it's a time to have a second kid. We were like, you know, we <laughs> nope, still enjoy can, it. Yeah. We're like, we can still keep our kid like in one place and he's just in one place and it's one kid and it's it's not a giant, you know, make work when it comes to finding, you know, stuff for everything and everyone. And I got to say, you know, the three now that I think about it, we do have one of the nice things is we do have uh both our grandma, uh, my mom and my wife's mom are very close by. And so uh, my daughter had probably done sleepovers. Like she'd done sleepovers and stuff like that. I think three and a half was like the first time like we, we went out of town. Yeah. Like, you know, we, we had had nights alone or nights, like nights out where she spent the night. But like, right. I think it was three and a half was the first time like, hey, we're, we're going like five hours away. And, yeah. You know, if there is something, we're not going to be able to get back like that day. That's probably right around when we did it too, I think. We probably were right around three ish i'm thinking i mean it was probably sooner like i'm knowing me i was just probably sooner i was probably like look we got parents around us let's just go (laughs) let's just go and see what happens that's the cool thing i mean i never had my grandparents around me my grand my mom's parents were in alberta canada and my uh grandfather on my on my dad's dad he died when he was in his 60s yeah. And um, my grandma is like still kicking it at like 92. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but she lives in Nebraska. So th- they have been like so far away that we I've actually had I've actually like seen them like been to other like where they live yeah. uh, only a, f- a handful of times. I mean, yeah, it's, me too. it's that, crazy. But the, that's the, how I was the, the great thing is about, you know, our situation right now is my parents live in, in uh, a city that's like about. You know, 20 miles away from us, and uh, we live literally. My in laws are in like a guest house in the back, and they, you know, they live back there. We all shared like the kitchen and the laundry, whatever the fuck. And it's it's fantastic because my kids get to grow up around their own grandparents that they see on a regular. My wife takes my kids uh, to my parents' place every Tuesday, so it's like, you know, they get to see them once a week. It's it's uh, pretty awesome. 
Yeah. I've got like four pictures with my grandfather. Yeah. Like that's yeah. like, that's it. My grand, my grandfather was in Ohio and my grandmother, like I said, like my grandmother on my mom's side died like early on. I think when I was probably like, I don't know, fifth, fourth, fifth grade, maybe, maybe less. Mm-hmm. And then my grandfather died when I was like in eighth grade. And then on my dad's side, I mean, shit, I, I, I don't even know what happened. I think my, I think his father died when he was young. And then my grandmother was like, oh, she fucking hated me. Um, and so I saw her like, she lived in like three different States and had four different husbands. And, uh, I saw her like once in Texas and a couple times in California. I may have seen her in Florida, but I may have just dreamed it. Like, I'm not really, <laughs> like, I, I literally have no idea. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird to like, it's weird to think that like my son has like six grandparents around and like, I had like, I had like basically like two for a while and yeah. that was it. Yeah, that was, um, I had, yeah, I had fairly sparse grandparent thing. My mom, um, my mom's parents were like, uh, maybe like within an hour away, but they both died by the time I was probably like five. Mm. So I have, we have a couple of pictures and I have one or two very vague, vague memories. You're like, she looks nice. (laughs) Right. And then my, my, my dad was from Scotland and his whole family uh, lived over there, and he was way older than my mom. So uh, his parents, damn uh, Scots, I, I know. I, yeah, so his parents. I don't even know. If, I, I, you know, I don't even know if they were alive by the time I was born. You know, I'm, uh, they may have died long before I, I existed. Hmm. So uh, we have some old pictures, you know, but that's about it. But yeah, my my daughter has been pretty lucky. Um, my, you know, my dad's uh, passed away, but. Uh, my mom lived nearby and, and literally uh, a couple of years ago, no, two years ago, she's like a block and a half away from us now. <laughs> like awesome. she was looking, she was looking around and she used to, she used to live in downtown Detroit, which is where I grew up. And she got kind of tired of it and was like, oh, I want to buy a house. And she was like, okay. And she looked in our area and she was like, would it be complete? Like, she was like <laughs> first she was like, Hey, I, I like your town a lot. Would it, would it weird you out if I looked in your town? And I was like, Oh no, it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, all right. So I've looked at like 40 houses and the only one I like is like around the corner. <laughs> and she's like, will that drive you nuts? And I was like, uh, I think we'll have boundaries, but, um, she loves it. And like, she can see my daughter's bus stop, like school bus stop from her front porch. That's cool. And uh, she, she picks can stalk up my your daughter. It's cool. Yeah, and she just retired, so she picks up my daughter twice a week from school. And awesome. uh, my uh, my wife's mom lives nearby and picks her up, like another, like just retired too, and picks her up like two other days at school. So yeah, it's nice. She's uh, she has a real nice relationship with both the grandmas and real sort of unique relationships with each one. Mm-hmm. And so uh, yeah, it's that's cool. I didn't get that. Um, I just want to know, I mean, I realize, I realize we're kind of far away from this at this point. Um, but did you do that thing where you like throw up and crap at the same time? Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Um, I, uh, I, I had to run out of the play we were seeing, uh, which, uh, and the play we were seeing, we knew like my, my my wife is a local playwright. She's had a bunch of plays produced. And so we know everyone there. We, I know both. It's a two man play. I know both of the actors on stage. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and, and as we were walking in, I'm starting to feel not great. And my wife was like, Hey, are are you going to be all right? 
and I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, my stomach's a little upset, but she's like, well, should we should we go in to see the show? We can leave. And I was like, no, we can go. And I was like, and you know, if, if I start feeling sick, I'll just leave. we can leave at intermission. And as we're walking in, I see a sign that's like, there will be no intermission in this play. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so finally, like uh, there was a moment where I just knew it was coming. And so I waited for them to do like a, a scene change and the lights to dim a little bit, and basically jumped over a couple of people and ran out the door, mm. ran into the bathroom, grabbed the trash can, pulled oh, it over man. to the toilet and, uh, and multitasked. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I, I had food poisoning, I bought, um, I bought these beer bratwursts at like a, at a grocery store. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's totally legit. It wasn't like it was, you know, a shady store or anything. I, that night, for whatever reason, man, I don't know what happened, but I like, I was just, I was throwing up so bad and so hard and I had slept on the floor of the bathroom and like halfway through the night, my wife comes in and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, what does it look like I'm doing? Like I'm crapping my pants and throwing up at the same time. And I mean, it was like 72 hours of just like throwing up. Like I, I would just, all I would do is just swallow a mouthful of saliva and I would throw up. Ugh. I was just, I hated that feeling. And then I finally started feeling just a little bit better. And I had like seven Cheerios and then just started throwing up again, <laughs> like throwing up in the sink in the kitchen and like I crap my pants again. And, and my wife, like, she's like, okay, let's get you out of those pants. And she's like pulling the pants off of me. And she's like, she's like, okay, so now, you know, I love you because I'm pulling like crapped in pants oh, off of you as you're throwing up into the sink. How many times would you say that you have crapped your pants? Uh, it was only only when I was only when I was sick like that. I mean, it was it had to have only been like twice or three times. Mm. Like, and it was only in those situations. Wait, wait. I mean, are we talking like like all the time? Like the accidental like accidental like during a fart and stuff. Also, yeah. So like not a full on crap, but like just like a little yeah just, yeah little, just like you know generic crap your pants just a little drop. Uh, well, then I'm probably putting it up. A lot, a lot, a lot higher. I mean, like two or three, two or three, like majors, and like I mean, just uncountable minors. Uh, the only reason why I ask is I, I just saw this hilarious video of this guy that just asked comp- a complete stranger. Uh, he, he's a Filipino man. It's not racist. That's just who he is. <laughs> he was sitting on a bus stop with this dude, this Filipino guy, and he asked him like, "Have you ever crapped your pants?" And he videotaped it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah," and he, he just keeps going on and on. <laughs> Voluntarily, that's how I would be. Just when asked me at a bus stop, I'd be like, well, "Yes, I have actually." <laughs> Are you with a pharmaceutical company? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Okay, so I, I have some. I have something else that's random. I this is I've, this is just how it's going to go. Yep. Um, okay, so just recently, um, there was a, a book reading um, in in uh, in Los Angeles. Um, uh, David Vienna, his book "Calm the Fuck Down" came out. And so he had a book reading. Where was that at? Um, it was at Skylight Books, which is somewhere. It's down the street from the Dresden for all oh. you L.A. natives that hang out in cool places. <laughs> That's um, really far away from my suburb. Yeah, it's really far away from mine, too. So there was OK. So there was a couple guys because I'm part of the L.A. dads group. So I arranged this meetup or whatever. And a couple guys showed up. So this one guy comes up to me and introduces himself. And I. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm still new to the area. I'm like, oh, cool. Where'd you move from? And he says, Detroit. And I was like, all right, cool. So in my head, I'm thinking, don't tell him, you know, don't like say, oh, hey, I know someone from Detroit, you know, Tom. Because it could be, like, a, ri- it could be a rival gang member. Well, yeah, that, right. that I of am course. A, I, I am a Latin king. But, 
<laughs> but you know, like, you know, like that whole thing where like when someone tells you where they're from and you know someone else and like you just have to resist the urge to be like, I know you're from a major metropolitan area of a million people, but do you know this one random person? <laughs> that um, the ver- the first time I went to um, Scotland uh, to, v- to visit mo- some of my dad's families, I was 11 years old. And every time we met someone, they would be like, oh, yeah, we're from America. They'd be like, oh, I have a cousin in Cleveland. Yeah. His, na- his name's Dave Miller. And you'd be like, yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I- like, I'm I- near that. I'm nowhere near that. So this dude. OK, so this guy. Like two minutes later, he goes, hey, so you're um, your 8-bit dad, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And he goes, do you know, uh, do you know Tom Burns? <laughs> and I was like, you're kidding me. You're what? kidding me. You're absolutely kidding me. <laughs> so I guess this guy knew you like friend of a friend or something. I don't Are know. you kidding me? He thinks highly of you. And I was like, yeah, well, he crapped his pants a couple days ago. So what do you think? about <laughs> that, that is I, you hadn't told me that. That is that is I would love to know who that is. That is. Yeah, insane. I, I will. I'll tell you is I don't want to like I you know, sure I can tell you his name's John, but I, I don't want to tell you all gotcha. the details just in case he doesn't want his wife to talk like the killer, the killer sound. Um. Okay, so God, what what else is going on? Do we want to do happy news or sad news? Um, let's uh, do happy news and then sad news. Happy news and sad news. Okay, yeah. so um, so Dad 2.0 happened. Yeah, I heard that was a pretty What's good happened? turnout. I it was my first time. Yeah, Virgin. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore, and not in a big way. Um, it was really good. I mean, I, I put up an article on Ape at Dad. Everyone is welcome and encouraged to read it. Um, I thought it was fantastic. So for those who don't know, uh, Dad 2.0 is a convention for uh, dads with bionic implants. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's for robot dads. Actually. Yeah. You it's, actually – you it's have to have – It's not for Bojos. It's not for Bojos. It's not, it's not to be confused with a RoboDad 3.0. <laughs> yeah. This you have to have Google Glass to get in. Right. Um, you actually have to be like a balding dude wearing, you know, like a – you know, like jeans and a – a tucked in uh, shirt. Nailed it. Um, yeah, I did. I did well. Did you have a beard um, too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, it's a bunch of dudes with like beards and bald heads. That Speaking are of beards, and- Shaka Armstrong has been rocking the beard thing for like a year. It's been getting, he's, he's going off. He's he's, he's he's uh he's out of control right now. His his profile picture is now just a beard. It used to be his face, and now it's just that's a beard. all he is right now. It's like just one big just beard, just beard. come over <laughs> over his whole face. Um, hey, you know what? I didn't see Shaka at Dad 2.0. Well, that's a shame. Um, he, I guess, he wasn't there. So yeah, so Dad 2.0. Um, it's a you know, it's a as far as parenting conferences go. I know the mom the mom conferences are giant. Um, the dad conference. Uh, this one's getting bigger. I mean, this this was the fourth year. Uh, there were it's over three. Growing like people. an erection. It is like a big, just veiny dad erection of business and pleasure mostly pleasure but mostly pleasure um but you know it was really good and and i'll tell you like the the panels and the speeches and the readings like all that was good i like the readings the most where like guys read their own posts you don't think that you will because you're like like i've already read the post i don't need to hear it aloud but like when you hear someone read it themselves and they're like in front of this group like you really like get it. Like you really feel it like a lot more. And like when they start like breaking down as mm. they're reading their own words and you're like, oh man, like you hear people in the room start breaking down also. And you're like, oh shit, we're having a moment. Um, you know, the panels were okay. There was a panel on like um, Silicon Valley uh, businesses that are like trying to like reform their family stuff. 
So there's like a guy from Facebook there. There was a, a lady from uh, LinkedIn. There's a guy from change.org um, who looked like Hugh Jackman. It's kind of weird. Um, and a guy from Fatherly, which I guess is a new, a new-ish thing. Mm. Oh, um, it's Brooklyn-based, I think, right? Uh, you got me. I, I just was supposed to be Silicon Valley, so Silicon Valley. So um, Silicon Silicon Valley would be like <laughs> the San Fernando. That's, that's actually that, that's L.A. <laughs> it's been a long week. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they you know that was an all right panel. The dude that um, that did like the opening keynote, Michael Kimmel. Um, that guy, I didn't think I'd like his his speech as much as I did. That guy is great. He's uh, where is he from? He's an author. He's uh, a a uh, what do you call those things? A professor. At a Stony Brook University, he taught. He's like a sociology professor, and he's like, I, you know, I'm looking for like, a, I'm looking for a, a thing here. Um, he directs the Center for the Study of Men and Masculinities. I mean, so you know this guy's like big time. Um, he, but he, um, he, you know, he writes a lot about like manhood and men and things like that. Um, really, like, just really, like, I could have sat and listened to this guy forever. Like, he was really just, like, I love like sociological. Like, you know, I'm a stats guy and, you know, I'm like a, like a data guy. And like, this guy has like stats and data. Like, I just love, like, I love hearing about like why people do things and how they do things and why they won't do some things and how many people are doing some things. And, and that's like what this guy had, you know, like if the rest of the whole conference was about like feeling your way through, like, you know, feeling your way through what people are saying, like this was about like hearing the data, like and thinking about it. Mm. Um, and that was really like, it was a really cool way to like start it all. Um, you know, cause it kind of got you like, it kind of got that over with like real quickly, you know, and then you were like, okay, now I'm ready to hear people like, like feeling their way through stuff. Yeah. It, uh, the closing keynote was, uh, Jay Larson who is on, uh, he's like on the best bars in America on the Esquire network. Esquire was like the official media partner of dad 2.0, hmm. which okay. is pretty big time. So he was pretty funny. He did like kind of like a roast at the end. Like he said some jokes that I thought were going to like really not go over well after, after like a weekend of guys that are like, you know, crying on each other's shoulders and like, you know, really like feeling it. And then he would like, he'd said some stuff about like dropping his kid and stuff like, you know, jokes, but um, you know, and, and I mean, it's funny. I also had Aaron Gavir right behind me and Aaron, Aaron was losing his shit behind me. So um, <laughs> like Aaron, I mean, Aaron was like, he was laughing his ass off and his wife kept like swatting him and telling him to shut up. Um, <laughs> and she is really nice. Like Aaron Gavir's wife is super nice. And you can just tell, like, she just like, it's everything that Aaron always tells us. Like he is just, he's, he is intolerable and his wife just <laughs> puts him in check. Yeah, just just keeps him from absolutely destroying the world and himself. But yeah, I mean, it was it was a really good like I like I really liked that. I, I hate I hate just to, to kind of not give you like, you know, a ton of details here about, you know, what exactly I like. You guys went up to the hotel room and put on furry suits. And, <laughs> you know, well, what we put on was Mortal Kombat. I made sure that I brought my laptop with with Mortal Kombat one and two on it. And uh, so we we at one point there was one late night where like a bunch of us found ourselves in a hotel room like you know, talking about something or other furry suits. And, uh, someone mentioned like mortal Kombat, and I was like, guys, I'll be right back. <laughs> I ran down to my room, like woke Trevor up. <laughs> Trevor was like, Hey man, what's up? Good night. What are you guys up to right now? I'm like, dude, go back to sleep. I <laughs> grabbed my backpack, ran back up to the room. And I was like, okay, you guys are about to see something special. <laughs> like start taking apart the TV in the hotel room. Cause they have like a weird, the cable box is built into it or something. So mm -hmm. I had to like start tearing HDMI cables out and, and also, I'm like, here you go, Mortal Kombat. Awesome. So we like literally started playing Mortal Kombat, and everyone's like, this is the greatest thing that we could be doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> it 
you know, it was kind of like, it was about those moments. I think there was a lot of times where you just found yourself like in the lobby of the hotel or like in, you know, somewhere not in a panel or not, you know, somewhere else or, you know, God knows there, there's, there were a couple, um, you know, things like sponsored drinking events, basically like Dove Men Care sponsored a wine tasting and Esquire sponsored a beer thing. And were there a lot of brands there or how does that work? There was, um, there was a good amount. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much, I mean, again, I always think of like, you know, mom 2.0 or blog her where there's like a convention center with like <laughs> row after row of like, you know, like dildo vendors and like, you know, like that. <laughs> There's dildo vendors at Mom 2.0? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, sex toys that you, you, like, go home with a bag full of free sex toys from what I've, from what I've seen on the internet. <laughs> what about, uh, what about dads? Do they get uh, we fr- don't, uh, free sex toys? Or? We did not get any, like, any, like, prostate stimulators or anything, which I was looking forward to, but mm. you know, what are you going to do? Dove Men Plus Care was there, obviously. Uh, got a bunch of shampoo. Amazon, uh, Amazon Mom? Amazon Mom was not there. Oh, but Best Buy was there, so that makes up for it. Um, <laughs> uh, Kia was there. You could do like a drive in a Kia car. I, you know, I just drove like seven hours to get up there, so I, was, I really wasn't in the mood to like drive a car again. That's like going to Disneyland and driving Autopia. Yeah, I was like, I'm not really. I just did this yesterday. I realized it wasn't in a Kia. The Kia looks great. It looks comfortable. I see that you've upgraded the leather on the inside. It looks fabulous, guys. But I cannot do this at the moment. Right. <laughs> Lego was there. That was pretty cool. Mm. Um, they Lego just, actually, uh, Lego, Legoland just announced a Death Star. Did they? Yeah, Legoland. There was a Death Star at the, uh, Lego. Took us to Lucasfilm. Well, sh- fuck you. Which yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want this. I didn't want to have to say it like this. But <laughs> you know, I was wondering if Brian's reaction to that was going to be "fuck you" or going to be like, like fucking another another day at the office. Like yeah. last thing I want to after a week of in the stormtrooper outfit, talk about the last fucking place I want to go. Well, I, saw, like, I saw some pictures and it looked like they had uh, some Golden Gate Garrison guys up there. Yeah, I, t- I took a picture with a couple of them. And I felt I, like, again, I felt kind of weird because I was like, I'm, one of my fucking friends does this shit. Like, I don't really need a picture of stormtroopers. Like, I just went to your kid's birthday party and took a picture with like the fucking whole like empire. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, why do I need to do this? But, you know, Has like Brian taught you enough to be snarky about it. Where you're like, oh, my God, are those the return of the Jedi suit? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I see that you guys aren't screen accurate. <laughs> you guys had I, the wrong frown cover. I actually, all I did was I just walked up next to him. Like I had, I had uh, John Kinnear take, take my picture with him and I just walked up and I was like, Hey guys, what's up? And they're like, nothing. And I was like, you guys in the five first? And the guy goes, yep. <laughs> I was like, all right. So not conversationalist. Got it. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, it's like, I knew he was in the five first cause you, that's not like Lucasfilm's just, you know, <laughs> right. off the street and they're like, we got some costumes already. <laughs> <laughs> they did that for the Academy Awards, though. I gotta say, oh, did those, they? Those were not. Um, those were like just Ruby's costumes, like a couple hundred bucks each. Yeah, but everyone was like up in arms about that. It was well, yeah, I can imagine. Uh, my, my whole Facebook feed was just all about. <laughs> after the Oscars, it was just all about how terrible those costumes were. It was <laughs> of fucking course. disturbing. Well, yeah, it's like it's like when the union like goes on strike and they gather <laughs> fucking people to go in, like. <laughs> That's not how you do it. Come on. So if you didn't go on strike, it was just, you know, it was just a voluntary thing. Fucking Um, scab troopers. So that was cool. I mean, (laughs) I I forget what we're not supposed to talk about, but I think we can talk about everything now. We got to see the Force Awakens trailer inside of the Lucasfilm Theater, which is really like it was really cool. Like that was a cool experience. And it was nice to see it on the on the full screen because I don't Mm -hmm. I I never go to the theater, so I don't I'm never going to see that trailer in the theater. So it was nice to see it there. Um we saw like a um, 
they already announced now the like Lego Star Wars droids cartoon that's going to be out. Hmm. Um, and it's basically like going to be kind of like a retelling of the of the movies to get everyone ready for the for the Force Awakens. Dude, I love I love the Lego Star Wars uh, cartoons. And they you are, know they're so funny. This one is fucking hilarious. I mean, they 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 made sure to tell us they're like this isn't done. There's some stuff that's not in place. Like it was kind of cool to see like there were some effects not there. There were textures that weren't there on some right, things. Right. There were voices that were like just patched in. Um, but they were really like they really pay like an homage or an homage to uh, to, <laughs> to fans on the stuff that like is you know is like they let everyone in on the jokes. And oh they, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly what people like and don't like. Like they know that people hate Jar Jar Binks, right. and so they treat him like that. <laughs> like they killed him like four or five times in the show. <laughs> and it's fun for kids, but it's also like there's like that inside joke for adults. It's almost yeah. like like Sesame Street is very very tame as far as like inside jokes. Mm-hmm. But it, it, when you get them, they're, yeah. they're they're just like little nuggets of like, oh, thank you for letting me tolerate this for yeah. another like twenty more minutes. Yeah, you're like that. Just gave me the gave me the. It gave me like it's like a nice power up. So you power through this episode again. <laughs> Yeah, so we so we saw that. That was really. I mean, they they made sure when we first got there, they were like, "We're going to tell you, you're not going to see anything about the Force Awakens that you haven't already seen." Mm. Like they were like, "We're going to get that out of the way right now. You're gonna we're, we'll show you the trailer, but we're not going to show you like there's going to be no new, no new info on that one." Good. I can't. We're, we're saving that for blogger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're saving that for the high ticket crowds. I can't. Um, I mean, I, I'm so glad that they're, they're keeping a tight wrap on yeah. everything because I totally. just I I do not want to see any more spoilers aside from uh, Han Solo getting shot down in a 1929 uh, airplane <laughs> that uh, yeah. happened. That's a plot twist I did not see coming in the new. My, one. Uh, so, so my wife tonight, she was like, I didn't know that he was a pilot. I was like, he's the fucking pilot of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> and she like just stared at me from across the room, and I like until I like literally hid my own face, like. <laughs> It was so. I, I saw that story on Reddit, and I was like, and before I clicked on like the comment thread, I was like, how many comments right. down until someone posts "fly yes, land no," yeah. and, and I wasn't disappointed. It was like two down. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. So yeah, I, I fucking sponsors. I don't know. Um, there were a bunch of sponsors at Dad 2.0. Pick Monkey. I don't know. I like their service. Oh, you can't say that. <laughs> oh, it's a pick. I'm gonna have well, to bleep that. That's what it's called, guys. Um, that's a. That's a that's a terrible name for it. Um, it's, it's got a picture of a monkey on a pick monkey. Um, they're kind of like an online, you know, like like you put filters and stuff on your pictures. I like some of their filters. Oh. I mean, oh, so it's like Instagram. To be fair. Um, there was there were a couple brands that are like only at Home Depot. Um, okay. the Home Depot brands. Um, Ryobi Power Tools. Hey, they gave me a drill. I got no complaints. Nice. Oh, that's nice. Um, I, you know, I have no, I have no, like, no hardware preference because I don't know anything about tools. So look, these dudes sat down and showed me how to use this thing and gave it to me. And I mean, they've, Hey, as far as I know, great tools. Here's my question. Cause I've never been to like one of these sort of networking, like with advertiser convention. So when they give you, when you give you that, are they like, and so you're going to write something? About no, they it? literally like, they just bring this stuff and they were like, we don't want to fly home with it. So they like all these people, I mean, at the end of the, at the end of the show, there were people just running up and pulling like fucking jigsaws off the wall and like threatening, threatening each other. It turned into Lord of the Flies. Like there was just like, I mean, there's someone like uh, Creed Anthony. um, He was threatening people. Patrick Quinn had like a, he had a a bandsaw and he was swinging into people. Um, 
they were like just, clearing a path. How do you swing a bandsaw? I don't know. I was trying to come up with any tool. I don't know tools. I was trying to come up with anything I could. <laughs> I knew if I said like belt sander, people would be like, so who cares? What's the worst that happens? He sands your calluses off. Um, Stoke grills. I've never heard of them. I'm sorry, guys. I've never heard of them. But you know what? They have this system where like you interchange, like there's like a cutout like circle in the grill mm-hmm. and you like can put different things into it like a walk or a pizza stone or weed or your or, penis or well i mean you you need a pretty big flat circular penis to put in there that's what so you're, don't don't underestimate me i it's true i'm well, sorry i judged you're discriminating uh, at this point so i mean so yes a walk a, a vegetable basket a penis you can put into this grill um, they have one grill that folds up like a fucking stroller, and it was pretty incredible. If you are like in an apartment or have no room, I don't know. They're fine. Oh, Arctic cool. Cove was there. They were another. I mean, they the Arctic Cove does like um, these like personal misters, <laughs> like mister, <laughs> like yeah, not a gentleman that you hire for the night, but like a like a bottle, like a water bottle that you like pump air oh. to and then it'll like mist like you know like if you're walking around disneyland or something oh like, a, a mister and you're like god damn it's hot not, it's a mister not a mister yeah exactly gotcha uh what do you got treetop applesauce treetop apple juice um they were t- uh, apple juice i don't know it's good it's delicious there was some there was some stuff that, i guess they're doing it now like it used to be i mean remember like when treetop just looked like it looked like beer like it was like see-through and like it just looked like a clear substance mm-hmm. that you were like, there's nothing real about this. Mm-hmm. Like there's this new stuff that they have that looks, I mean, it tasted, I mean, for me being an adult, it tasted incredible. It was like this honey crisp apple, something or other. It was like foggy and like, I mean, it, it was, but it was like all natural. I don't know if there was like any added sugar or anything, but I mean, fuck, it was delicious. I mean, <laughs> You're like, yeah, I can imagine a whiskey in this. That's what I said to the guy. I was like, I was like, you know what you guys need to do is get some like, put some Malibu in this or something. Right. The guy was like, well, we can't do it until the afternoon. And I was like, all right, I'll see you in the afternoon. <laughs> what was it like nine in the morning? <laughs> yeah. It was like nine or 10 in the morning. And, and the guy was like, yeah, they told us we couldn't do alcohol in this stuff until the afternoon. Okay. So they already <laughs> planned it ahead. Gotcha. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, I like where your head's at buddy. Um, <laughs> um, Best Buy was there. It was really weird. Cause one of the guys that was there evidently lived in the same apartment complex as me. So I'm going to, I'm just going to leave that one alone. Um, Lee Jeans was there. Okay, so Lee Jeans, I've been terrified of this ever since they were at last year's because I don't wear jeans a lot. I have one pair of jeans. I have like one pair of pants and it's jeans and it's not Lee. Um, So I walked into this Lee Jeans denim den thing and they're like, hey, do you have any Lee Jeans? And I was like, I have one pair of pants. And I saw this girl out of my peripheral vision like, like look around at me like I was a space alien. And they were like, okay, well then let's get you pants. So... (laughs) I was like, okay, well, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of sized like a, you know, a melted gummy bear. So I don't know if I have size. And they're like, well, like give it, try us. And I was like, uh, 50, 29s. And they're like, yeah, no, we don't have your size. <laughs> get out of our Lee denim den, fat man. A melted gummy bear. <laughs> they didn't really tell me to get out. They were like, okay, try these on. So they gave me something and I was like, yeah, these are fine. They're like, all right, we'll order some for you. I was like, okay, perfect. Then when I got like halfway down the hallway, I was like, wait a second. The pants they gave me had like elastic on the waist. Like you're a a toddler. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) fucking like mom jeans. (laughs) So we're going to see what shows up, but I'm pretty, it's Lee dad, Lee mom, dad jeans. I'm pretty terrified that I'm going to get mom jeans or pregnancy pants or something. Cause I went, 
I want no, the you internet. need to make these bigger. You just take the button out of the elastic <laughs> in the side. Exactly. You could. I put them. I, I like went to Google and I put in Lee jeans elastic waist, and everything that came up was women's jeans. And I was like, Oh God, they got me! They got me! God damn it, Lee! These are the same so we'll jeans see. that Star Jones wears. I hope they. I mean, look. I went up to my room at one point, and Trevor was standing right there in the in the in the doorway, and he's like, Hey, man, did you go to the Lee jeans thing yet? Look at these jeans they gave me. The jeans just look. And I was like, Yeah, the jeans look great. Trevor, they look great on you. I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> but I, I just hope they don't send me like shrimp and pants or pregnancy pants or something. <laughs> I want to believe in Lee. They're they were they're a good sponsor. They had a den. They had a den with beers in it. Oh, there you go. Ah, what are you gonna do? Um, do you remember Clay? Uh, yes. From Dad yes. Labs. Good old Clay. Good old Clay. He is uh, evidently he's not with Dad Labs now. No, oh, I don't know. what happened? Did they break up? No, I have no clue. Um, he, Are they getting the band back together? He, he probably still is, actually. But he's also with this company, Smarty Pants Vitamins. They were there. Um, okay, so these vitamins are at, like, Sprouts, and I think he said some CVS stores, maybe. I don't know. But they're, like, no sugar added, um, like, full multivitamin, omega-3s, all the stuff. Okay, these little fuckers are delicious, I got to mm, say. Cool. Like you're supposed to have like as an adult, they give you a pack with six of them. And I was like, is it bad if I have a couple packs of these? Clay was like, yeah, you're going to end up like, you know, ODing on these things. Um, I don't know. Hasbro, Hot Wheels, Kitty Fire Safety, Kitty, 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 Kitty. I don't know. Uh, Netgear, Scholarshare, Kind Bars. I don't want to be a believer, but I believe in the Kind Bar now. <laughs> I I was the weirdest. It was like the weirdest, most surreal. And the guy gave me his card. I was like, I was like, I want to email you guys some mottos and some like taglines that you can use for these things. Cause the guy was saying something and he was like, he said some little rhyming line. And I was like, no, that needs work. Let me, give me your card and I'll email you. And he goes, all right, here you go. We're so, going to workshop this. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to email you this and I'm going to give you something for free and you're going to use it and you're going to love it. Jim Hickley was there as a, as a sponsor and a guest. Um, we love the gym. Nice, this guy. He works with um, he works with uh, Camp Kesem. They they were there, and Jim like took everyone by the neck in the nicest way he could, and made everyone sign up to be like a counselor for a day and stuff like that, and go see the camp and write about it and tweet about it and things like that. And everyone, of course, I mean, Jim comes to you and says, "Hey, I need you to do something." And the first thing you say is like, "How many times?" Um, you know, so everyone signed up for that. But. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I took a lot of time talking about sponsors here, but I mean, it, it was, you know, like it was a, it was a really, like it was a really good show. They had all the sponsors in one room. You can kind of go in and out as you please. The sponsors, so the, okay, so the sponsors at Dad 2.0 keep the ticket price from being like $500. So, you know, you go in and you're like, yeah, I'll go talk to these guys about Hot Wheels for a minute. Oh, Hot Wheels, I got to tell you this. They have this system. I don't know what the hell it's called. I threw the paperwork out. I'm sorry. Hot. The crisscross crash system? Yes, it was. No. <laughs> um, no, they have this thing where they're actually going to be going to schools. And uh, God, what is it called? Speedometry. Teaching uh, physics? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's a curriculum that they, that they give to schools where they give the school like a Hot Wheel track and Hot Wheels toys. And they have like a like a a binder of, of like actual math and physics and stuff that they give to the teacher and say like, here's a great way to like teach like STEM stuff, you know, like science, technology, engineering, mathematics. And it's, it's a collaboration between like a, like a UC, a USC school and Mattel. 
So it's like it's like an actual. It's not just Hot Wheels that are like, "Hey man, you push them down the track and they go fast." Let's give this to kids. Like it's an actual thought out. Like there was there was paperwork on. I swear I got it in a box here somewhere. <laughs> um, but there was paperwork here where they were showing you like exactly like it teaches you about like you know angles and velocity and. That's pretty cool. I like I, that. It, it actually of all the things like I was surprised because I thought I was just gonna walk. Out. I mean you go to the Nerf the Nerf table and like they're like you want to shoot some guns and we're like yeah of course we do. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, so, you know, you're shooting darts at like, you know, Aaron Gouvia from across the room, you know, but then you go to Hot Wheels and you're like, all right, what do you got here? Like, you know, fucking DeLorean or something. And they're like, no, we have like this curriculum that we're giving to kids in school. And we're like, oh my God, this is smart. I wasn't ready for this. That's pretty cool. I've been drinking, but yeah. So, and, and, um, one of the cool things this will kind of parlay into our, into our bad news section of the show, because we love leaving on low points, um, <laughs> is there was there are two. There were two options um, right after the show, and you could buy a ticket for one price, um, or you could buy it for twenty dollars higher, and your twenty dollars would go toward the Oren Miller Scholarship Fund. And um, basically, what that is is, is um, it's a fund that was set up um, with the help of a bunch of guys. I know Jeff Bogle was was in charge of a lot of it. Um, where basically they're giving, you know, they they create this fund and then they give the money to to people that want to go to dad 2.0, but can't afford it. Mm-hmm. And so they'll, you know, people can apply for it or I don't know if it's awarded to people or if they apply for it or something, but I know a couple of people actually got those. I think, I think Bill Peebles came on a, on a Miller grant. I forget who else did, That's awesome. but yeah, it was a really cool, it was really cool. And I know as of today, there's already enough money in that pot to send six people next year. Wow, that's cool. So it's really like it's a testament to the community saying, you know, yeah, we want to we want to help other people go to the show. And I know there's a couple of people that have spoken up in the dad bloggers group that have said, um, hey, someone bought me a ticket for next year. Thank you. You know, thank you so much. I mean, God, these guys clearly you go to this thing and you start, you know, loving the hell out of everyone that you see. I mean, I, you know, that was one of the cool things about the show was I actually seeing everyone online. I mean, everyone's got a character online. Like, you know, like I play a character, you know, on Facebook. No, you don't. <laughs> not me. You're not Stephen Colbert. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's me. All, all caps and like, you know, fucking pink robe, all caps and <laughs> say whatever you shoot from the hip. But yeah, you know, like everyone, like when you meet him, it's so much better than like when you're online. I mean, like you, people care when you meet them and you don't, you're not limited by like the amount of shit you want to type into a box. You know, when you say, you know, you know, like we never say like, how you doing online? It's right. like, it's always like, and a business, you know, we're like, Oh, and your mother's a whore. Like we just cut into each other online and you know, it's funny and it's fun and it's, you know, it is what it is. But when you like, you know, talk to somebody, you're like, Oh, how was your flight out here? And they're like, Oh man, it was all fucked up and blah, blah, blah. And I miss my kids. And you're like, Oh fuck. I miss my kid too. Wow. We have something in common. That's why I'm so proud of like Doug French for organizing this, uh, you know, since this is like the third year, I think. Uh, this is the, well, this was the fourth. The fourth. Yeah. So, I mean, this is uh, an amazing start to dads that want to connect online and in person every year. And yeah. it's, it's a, it's a community that's building each year. And there were a lot of guys that had never been to one before. Like I, I thought I was going to be like the only guy, like I thought I was like the only holdout basically. Mm-hmm. But there were a lot of guys that had just never been before and and went this year because I found myself in groups of people that were like, oh, yeah, I've never gone. Um, yeah. So I bought my ticket. <laughs> I It's in D.C. next year. It's going to be cold. Yeah. I saved my airline miles because I drove up this year. So I will, I, you know, for a second, I hope my wife isn't hearing me through the door. I'd love to drive out there. Actually, I looked it up. I was like, 37 hours. That's not that bad. I would drive with you. I was like, I just got to find someone in like Texas 
and then sleep there and then pick them up, you know, like, and then take them with me. Texas is like about a a 12, 14 hour drive, I think. Something like like that. Yeah. And then just just stop there. We could crash at uh, Dad Labs. What else is in the middle of the, oh yeah, they're in Texas. What else is in the middle of the country? I'm Googling United States right now. <laughs> you can know. <laughs> images. That. My images. grandma's, uh, my grandma's old house. And view images. Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, any, is there an Oklahoma dad? Can we Google that? Oklahomadad.com. Oklahoma. I think Texas is probably the best. If we can get someone in the panhandle of Texas. If any, if any listeners want to go to Dad 2.0 next year and they live in the panhandle of Texas, <laughs> I want to sleep on your couch. All right. Well, that is it for the 8-Bit Podcast this week. If you haven't done so already, please check us out at 8BitDad.com. I know you did during the show, so I don't have to tell you. Me too. Um, like, us, like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash 8BitDad. And send us tweets. Tell us what you uh, want us to talk about on other shows. And that's at Twitter.com slash 8BitDads. Thank you for joining us this week. And uh, stay sexy. Stay human. I could take the butthole. <laughs>